Gracious Losers Podcast, episode 52. I'm Paul. I'm Casey. And we uh, we had a good streak going there for a while of uh, NFL divisional previews, and then we took a couple weeks off here and there, and then we had Dia Miller on, and we had our 50th episode, and, and uh, you know basketball started back up again, and we kind of lost track, and now all of a sudden we are less than well, two weeks until the regular season. Us. It's right there. It is here. <laughs> For the taking, so, so we are. So we had five. Casey and I were talking about this. We had five divisions left. Um, so three in the AFC, two in the NFC. So we're going to knock out the AFC tonight. We're going to knock out the NFC next week, and then we'll be all caught up to go forward no. into the NFL season. But before we get into that, Casey, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight I have a beer from Revision Brewing. Uh, oh, which one? Uh, based out of uh, what is that Reno? Mm-hmm. It, it sparks or whatever. Um, it's a new one. I got it at John's Marketplace um, on Powell. The new one on Powell and you know thirty fifth, whatever. Uh, it's mm-hmm. called Quarantine Dreams. It's a double IPA, New England style, because that's pretty Ooh. much what they do. It's just like um, that's really good. I, I really like provision stuff. Um, yeah, it's took good. a nice it's, healthy it's sip. Got a, <laughs> it's got a good bite at the end, and it's it's fruity and uh, floral, florally. Um, and the can is really florally. Cool. Like, yeah, flor- floral. It's floral. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, florally. That's not a word. Florally. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and the can's really cool. It's like, I don't know, it kind of looks like uh, our crumb drawing or something, painting or something. Interesting. It's kind of creepy. Anyway. I haven't seen that one. Like it. Yeah, yeah, it must be new because it's obviously a beer about the quarantine, you know, with the quarantine reference. And yeah, obviously. Hasn't been huh. that long, has it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it has. Yeah, it's it been, has. it was March. So that's what, six yeah. months? Six months. Yeah, Anyway, what yeah. about yourself? What do you got going? <laughs> I have a couple beers from Ferment Brewing in, oh, yeah. uh, in Bend, um, who I, you know, my wife recently picked me up one of their beers uh, a couple weeks ago from New Seasons, and I really liked it. So I said, buy more. And um, there was one in particular I really wanted, but they were out of it. It was a Mexican style lager, which uh, our friend Mike Lynch from 1080 The Fan uh, goes crazy about. So it's one of the best Mexican lagers he's had. Um, but they didn't have it. So I have the, uh, the New Zealand style IPA, which is, um, not advertised as a hazy, but it is a hazy and okay. it's, uh, it's light. It's it's, it's more bitter than, uh, than juicy. It's not yeah. really the juice bomb that you usually get with a, uh, hazy. Yeah. Uh, but it's really good. And I have the, uh, oh, their it like a, is it like a, like a West coast IPA or what? Uh, it's not I, quite, I that, exactly. it doesn't quite have that bite. Uh, not like, quite the bite, but just more of a bite than the. More of a bite than a normal hazy, yeah, than a northeast style. Um, okay. Yeah, it's good. It's 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 really mild. It's uh, it's really easily drinkable, really poundable, I should say. Nice. Um, I also have their pilsner. I haven't cracked that open yet. I'll probably do that halfway through the episode or so. Sure. And I have uh, on my far screen here. I have the Rockets and Thunder, Game oh, Six. Great. It is. Uh, Sounds like going a so far. Back and forth battle. Sounds about oh, right. Back and forth, yeah. Um, glad to see the Miami Heat came out and dismantled Milwaukee in Game One this morning. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, that's that's super great. I think Milwaukee is. This is going to be a tough one for them. I don't think uh, Milwaukee is that great. They might not be. They I just, I don't be. think I don't think they're very. And deep. I wonder if they yeah. get bounced out by my by Miami that um, Giannis maybe thinks about going somewhere else. You know. Yeah, I think he's gone. I think he's gone. Yeah. Yep, I do. But let's get into football. That's why we're here yes. today. Three AFC uh, divisional previews. Casey, do you want to start with the East, the West, or the South? Oh, man. 
Let's start with the East. Let's get that one over with. Okay, that's what that I have one, here. That one, get, that one looks, it was kind of rough. So I think we're going to agree on the last place team. I think we're going to oh, yeah. agree on the third place team. One and two, I think we might, it, we might it could be, one, it might be different. So let's, let's start at the bottom. Okay. Work our way up. I think last place is certainly going to be the New York clearly, Jets. Clearly the Jets. The Jets are <clears> awful. And if, so, and, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, and if, and if things work out well, I hope Adam Gase gets fired and never yeah, is allowed he should. back in the NFL as an NFL coach anywhere because he's horrible. He it's is awful. horrible. So the Jets, uh, essentially, what uh, what is ha- like, the way we've done these divisional previews is like their their comings and goings and their draft, right? So they're in coming into the team is new backup quarterback Joe Flacco. Not really a gain there. No. Uh, they got the timeless wonder Frank Gore, and yeah. Brashad. He might, per- yeah. he might he might be their lead back. He might um, be their lead back, yeah. And Brashad Perryman, to, who had a, a great second half of the year last year. Uh, but out are CJ Mosley, who opted out. A couple of rookies too, a left tackle, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna get there. Oh okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. yeah. Uh, so out is uh, CJ Mosley, their best defensive player, yeah. or maybe their second best defensive player at the time, opted mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Uh, then then their best defensive player, Jamal Adams, was traded to Seattle. Yeah. And then Robbie Anderson left. Uh, so you're basically you're trading Brashad Perryman for essentially Robbie Anderson and Quincy Anunua, who retired. Yeah. Um, and then the draft. The draft, they I think they started really well when they drafted Mackay Becton, big sure. left tackle, hulking, yeah. massive left tackle. Um, and then Denzel Mims, who is kind of a kind of a forgotten receiver, honestly, with all the receivers that came out in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um don't really know what to think of him, and then high, what, high ceiling guy, low floor. Like he, he, if he, if he hits, he could be Kevin White, <laughs> um, or you know, he could be Kevin White. Yeah, Laquan Treadwell. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, and they got one of my favorite players in the draft, the the safety out of Cal, Ashton Davis, who now might actually have a role mm-hmm. with Jamal Adams out. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I don't think this team is very good. Um, no, they're not. I mean, it, it, just look at their. I mean, I, I like to judge a team by their their line and their skill positions. Yeah. Uh, because we're offensive minded over here, and sure. um, Sam Darnold is, I think, a fine quarterback. I don't think he's going to really lose you a lot of games, but he's not going to win you a lot of games. Yeah. Um, Le'Veon Bell is, I think, uh, dramatically underused yeah. in Adam Gase's offense. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that Le'Veon Bell is the same guy he was in Pittsburgh by any means, but they, he's still he's not a pushover anymore. I mean, he's yeah. still a good back who doesn't get nearly sure. enough run. Their receiving yeah. core is horrible. Yeah. Uh, Jamison Crowder is the best thing they got. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Denzel Mims is going to be that great. Uh, I, well, I, he's already battling like uh, soft tissue injuries. So I don't even know if he's going to be on the field. Oh, God. Every, I mean, everyone has soft tissue. Yeah. It's, it's not just rookies. It's, yeah. I mean, it's uh, Carson Wentz has a soft tissue injury yeah. already. Miles Sanders has a soft. T- I mean, like it's all these, like the, the entire 49ers roster has yeah. soft tissue injuries. Um, stinks, man. Anyway, one thing, one thing is, is I, as much as I don't like Greg Williams, he does seem to get a lot out of his defense, even if they're lacking talent. So I, mm-hmm. I imagine you might see a defense that's actually uh, fairly decent. Well, Maybe, and they get they get Avery lacking, Williamson back too. They get Williamson back. Who knows if he how long he lasts? But um, no, but at least he's. I mean, he's better on paper than anybody. He's better on paper than Blake Cashman. Sure, Cashman, Peanut, Burgess, uh, Burgess, Neville Hewitt. Yeah, it's not it's not a great team. This team's gonna be lucky if they get three wins. I think. No, I think you're right. I and I, I I will also say they got a pretty good haul for Jamal Adams. I mean, that, that's a big loss and all, but I think what they got two first, right? Yeah, they got a great haul for Jamal yeah. Adams. It's just that that haul doesn't 
impact the play this season. Has an impact so. to play this season. I'm just saying, just saying that that's good. Good they got a good deal for him. Um, hopefully they they won't waste those picks next year and uh, we'll have a new coach. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, yeah. Um, for once, Miami is not in the cellar. No, I know it's crazy. They, I think yeah. they're pretty solidly in the third place in this so division, too. and I think um, they're improving. I think they're they're on the right track. They have a lot of talent. They're drastically improving. I think uh, the, the guys they added. I think that they added really five. I mean, they had a lot of guys, but the five. Uh, non-draft additions, mm-hmm. I think, are all going to play a vital role this year. Um, Kyle Van Noy coming over from New England, mm-hmm. playing under his old defensive coordinator, Brian yeah. Flores, as the head coach, uh, I think is going to have a really big year for them. Jordan Howard and Matt Burita are their new running backs. Shaq Lawson, another divisional, coming over from Buffalo to be an edge rusher. And then Byron Jones, one of the best corners in football, uh, comes over to play opposite Xavier Howard. Yeah. giving them arguably the best one-two corners in the league. Yeah. So that's a lot of great additions. The only things they really lost were their center, Daniel Kilgore, left, mm-hmm. and then they just traded Raekwon McMillan, who really never cracked the yeah. rotation like on a, on a real yeah. solid well, basis. I think he, he was pretty highly touted coming out of what, Alabama, right, I believe? Or, uh, I believe so, yeah. Um, but but I think he's a guy who never could get the get – uh, do well in coverage, and that's kind of a key for linebackers in this day and age. Is it, especially ones that get, are going to play well, is, is to and play a lot. Is to is well, to, especially ones that they envision as being the the you know the mic the middle, middle linebacker. Yes, that's right. Sure. Um, their draft. I mean, their draft is summed up with just one one name. It's Tua, mm-hmm. uh, because he is the he's the future. He was the really one of the most polarizing players in that whole draft class because of the hip injury and because of the the previous ankle injuries, uh, and because of how just incredible and elite he was when he was on the field at Alabama. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tua looks healthy. I think it was a great pick. I think him slipping to five where they got him was fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other draft pick I liked that they, they took was Austin Jackson, who's a big offensive lineman from USC. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be a Pro Bowl left tackle by any means, but I think he's going to be a good anchor on that right side of the line for them, which is Tua's blind side. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Sure. Um, so I guess my question about Miami for you is – Lots of new faces. I think mm-hmm. pretty solid. They actually, I mean, really outplayed expectations last year after starting yeah. off like uh, historically horrible. Um, they, yeah, they did. Yeah. So I, I think this team is going to need some sort of presence running the ball to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess the question is, what what do you expect out of Jordan Howard? Because he's going to be he's going to be the bruiser of the two, sure. as we've seen Matt Breida that can't stay healthy. Yeah. And is lightning in a bottle, and that's it. And he fumbles a lot. Whereas Jordan Howard doesn't fumble the ball. No, yeah. he's but he's not. Blocker. He's a good blocker, but he's not That's spectacular by any means. He well, this this last year was the first year he didn't have a massive breakout run, like yeah. a, like a sixty yard or more run. His longest run was twenty, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but like he he got a little nicked up last year for the Eagles in a timeshare with Miles Sanders. But if he, I mean, given the the timeshare he had. He was on pace for ten touchdowns, yeah, last yeah, exactly. year, and and about four and a half yards a carry, which is pretty darn good, mm-hmm. all things considered. He's only twenty six years old. We forget he's still pretty pretty yeah. young too, and not a ton of wear and tear on his body. Do you think Jordan Howard like comes out and has a really solid season in the AFC East? Yeah, I think he does. I I've ne- I know it. I, we've talked about Jordan Howard a lot. I think a lot on this podcast as well. And I yeah. don't love the guy, but I don't. I don't dislike him. Um, but I think this is a good situation for him, especially to share the load with Breda, who will be that lightning in a bottle, like you said. Um, but I think he's if he can stay healthy, which he has until last year, 
uh, he, he could be a pretty productive back. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, they're, they're going to use him. He's going to play well. He always, he's always a utilitarian kind of guy, a workman <laughs> guy who, who gets it done and gets the yards and gets the first downs and stuff. Uh, yeah, they're going to – they're going to need that. him and they're going to lean on him when they finally turn the keys over to Katua away mm-hmm. from Fitzpatrick. Sure. Because they're, they're not going to put Tua's health at risk with Brita who with can't Brita. block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. And um, unless it's, unless it's a quick designed screen with Brita, I don't see him being in the lineup a whole lot unless Howard's in there with him. Sure. On, on a, on a dual back offense yeah. with Tua as a quarterback. Cause I just don't see them putting Tua at risk with a guy who just, cannot slow down an edge sure I, yeah uh, i can see howard having like you know 800 yards rushing 700 yards maybe i think he's a sl- i think he's a sleep i think he's a sleeper for a thousand this year he could he's done it before uh mainly well because i don't think i don't think this team is gonna throw the ball all over the field i think mm-hmm. they have an emerging tight end in, in mike jacecki i think they have um, a really underrated receiver in preston williams yeah, I'm excited to see what he what what he's gonna do next year because he looked really good last year. He had that huge breakout game, and then that's that's the game he hurt his uh, his knee, I believe. Yeah, and you've been on his his train for a while there. You've yeah. been you've been yeah. preaching his uh, his sure. warrant since last preseason. So that's that's Devonte Parker looked good late last year. He did he finally put it together? It seems like I mean, um, it was just what four years in the making. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 rare for a receiver to take that it's long to bloom, but it looks like he yeah. finally did. Uh, he's a little nicked up right now, unfortunately, but it's also part of the course. Um, I think Miami has a legit shot to go eight and eight. Sure, I don't know if they'll get there, but I think they have a. They're going to be competitive in most yeah. games. Um, who do you have second in this division? Uh, I went back and forth uh, because I don't know. I, I went with the Patriots second. So did I. Okay. okay. So that's so we have it the same. So the yeah. Patriots brought in. It's not about who they brought in. It's about who they lost. Um, yeah. But yeah, they 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 brought in Cam Newton, yeah. another polarizing figure, and they brought in Lamar Miller, who I don't know if he even knows going to play. To be honest. Yeah. Who knows? Leaving this team, um, Tom Brady. Yeah. Just a little quarterback named Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, they lost a couple of guys to the Lions. Surprise. Uh, yeah, Jamie right. Jamie Collins and Danny Shelton. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost Kyle Van Noy. We already talked about Philip Dorsett left, uh, and then they lost. I believe it was six or seven players opting out. Yeah, this season. A bunch uh, of opting really out. led by Pat Chung, um, yeah. the 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 Duck product, um, who uh, he's that's a big loss on the defensive side of the ball. So losing him and Van Noy and Collins and Shelton, yeah. arguably may have a bigger impact on losing Tom Brady, yeah. only because that offense had hurdle after hurdle after hurdle last year mm-hmm. with Brady. Now they yeah. drafted well. They always draft well. Generally they draft well late and not early. Uh Kyle Duggar is going to, I think, step right into that that Patrick Chung role. Um Josh Uchi, Anthony Jennings. Um these are guys who are going to be unheralded dra- unheralded draft picks that are going to end up playing big minutes for that defense. Uh, and then Devin um I'm gonna say his name wrong. Asi Asi from okay. from UCLA yeah. tight end. He's the he's the most athletic tight end they've had since Gronk. Yeah. Um which I mean it was only he's two years ago. A lot but, of buzz at, uh, with the camps too and the... Well he's very athletic. Yeah. He uh he actually plays a lot like Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Hate talking about Aaron Hernandez, but Aaron Hernandez was a hell of a football player. Yeah. <laughs> so he plays a lot like him. Um I don't think A New England's defense last year was historical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the rate they were playing was was insane. They can't repeat that. 
No. They certainly can't repeat that with everyone who opted out. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know if this team's gonna be good enough to score enough points. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I think the only reason um I mean if you look at this roster and you don't know the coach is Bill Belichick, you're probably gonna think this team's not gonna be very good. I you might think the Dolphins could be better than this team because they don't they have a good line, but they don't have a ton of proven talent right now. Um some of the, the receivers. Def- some of the defense receivers are. I mean, Edelman's still there, obviously. Uh, Sanu, Nikhil, Harry. Um, geez, I can't even name you another one off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, um, their tight ends are all unknowns. Uh, you know, they have like five different running backs, and they don't really know what they're going to do with them. Uh, and thankfully, they brought Newton in because if it was Stidham as the starting quarterback, um, I, 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 that would be a little rough. <laughs> have a guy who's really had no experience. Um, yeah, who else do they have receiver wise? I have no yeah. idea, honestly. Um, Mark, no, Marquis Lee. Uh, he he uh, opted out. Uh, yep. Demiri Bird, um, Jacoby Myers. Yeah, that there's nothing there. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in New England, but they're not they're not going to be as successful as they have been. I don't think. No, no, I I agree. They're probably still going to end up winning nine games because they're Belichick. Sure. Um, I just don't think they're that great on paper. I don't think they're going to be that great playing. I think the cream of the crop in this division for the first time in a very long time is the Buffalo Bills. Sure. Yeah. So the Bills added a impact receiver in Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They added what could be an impact corner in Josh Norman. Yeah. They added Mario Addison and A.J. Klein. So Norman, Addison, and Klein all played minutes under McDermott, who is their head coach, who used to be the defensive coordinator in Carolina. So he's familiar with these guys. He brought them in because they know his system. The only guy they really lost is Shaq Lawson. Sure, yeah. So looking good there. Uh, they drafted yeah. A.J. Epenenza. Yeah. Who Epinesa, Jesus, that's a hard thing to say. I'm going to struggle with that all season long, granted if he plays or not. But he's an edge rusher. Zach Moss, who I think is a, a very underrated running back uh, pick. And then Gabriel Davis, who's been impressing in camp as possibly their new um, fourth receiver, because okay. I don't think he's, he's going to beat up Cole Beasley in the slot. Yeah. But this team has a different dynamic now, because you're replacing Frank Gore with a, a very similar skill set running back Mm-hmm. Um, who is quicker than Gore and has better hands than Gore in Zach Moss. Yeah. To go along with Singletary, who is kind of that lightning in the bottle, like we talked about with Matt Breida, obviously significantly more talented than Matt Breida. Yeah. Yeah. But now you finally have a legit number one receiver for sure. for Josh Allen to throw to and Stefan Diggs, who is very underrated. Oh, I love um, Stefan Diggs, yeah. Elite runner. I really like this team. Yeah. I think you're going to see a big step from Tremaine Edmonds in the middle. Yeah, yeah. This season, I think that that you have, if Josh Norman rounds back into his old form, you have, again, two of the best corners in the league with him and Tredavious White. Um, this team's going to be really good. Yeah. Really, really good. They're going to go as far as Josh Allen takes them. But sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's the big thing. I mean, Josh Allen, you know, he has a great arm, um, and he's great at, at running. He's great, you know, uh, getting yards with his legs. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he does have those, that accuracy issue sometimes. And you worry about, about that a little bit. You want know, with the deeper throws to Diggs and Brown, cause that's kind of their bread and butter. And, um, and, and, you know, getting into the, to the tight windows that, that sometimes he struggles with. Um, but yeah, you're right. 
Josh Allen will is is the key. If he if he takes a step forward with his accuracy and his play, then they could be very dangerous. I think even if he doesn't take a step forward, I think they still win the division. Sure, I think so too. Um, the, the rest of the division is pretty weak. Yeah, this is this is the weakest the AFC East has been. Yeah, you know, in a long, a long time, time. Mm-hmm. because you don't have that big front runner in New England. Yeah, uh, and frankly, I'm not really sure how good any of the other teams are. I think Buffalo is going to be pretty good, but yeah, I don't. I mean, Miami could easily stink again. The yeah. Jets are gun- the Jets are going to stink. Uh, they will. So, the Dolphins will be hit and miss, I'm sure, and the Pats are going to be hit and miss as well. Yeah, let's go. Let's go south next. Sure. The South is um, the South's kind of interesting, I guess. Yeah, you yeah. Three I, decent teams and one three, really pretty bad. Good teams and and one clearly a last place team. Sure. Yeah, and that's Jacksonville. That's Jacksonville. So yeah. Jacksonville has done head scratching things recently. So. Uh, rather than start with the players they're bringing in, let's start with the players that are out mm-hmm. in Jacksonville. So this morning they cut Leonard Fournette. Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, this is one of the worst moves I've seen. Yeah, right. By a team in a long time. Very so strange. first off, first off, it's it's Are almost they... unheard of for a team to cut a player who had so much of a load share. I mean, sure. he he accounted for the majority of their offense last year. Yeah. And they just cut him. And they didn't just cut him. They cut him nine nine days before the season starts, they cut him. It's because they were they were trying to stick it to him for whatever reason. Sure. I'm not sure what the reason is. Um they let Nick Foles go. Great move. Sure. That's fine. That's fine. Shouldn't send that giant contract in the first place. No. But then they let Calais Campbell go. Yeah. Which hurts. Big time, yeah. They traded Yannick Ngonkwe. Mm-hmm. Away, which I don't think they got enough for him personally. I don't think a second and a fifth is enough uh, for a proven pass rusher. And then they let AJ Bouye go yeah. to Denver. So now uh, that defense is kind of torn apart. They let Jalen Ramsey go last year. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what to think of that. Players they brought in. Let's. I mean, like there there were some good. They brought in Joe Schobert, who I think is a really underrated linebacker who played in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought in. Timmy Jernigan from Philly to be a, a kind of a, a big body in the middle of the D line. Um, that's fine. Tyler Eifert, I think, is a, a very low risk signing mm-hmm. yep. as a tight end. They've they haven't had a good tight end there ever. Uh, no. Not not since I guess Mercedes Lewis, which he wasn't even that good. No, yeah. Uh, and then Chris Thompson, who's gotten a lot of hype today because people are saying, "Well, is this Chris Thompson's team as a running no, back?" No. Really so <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I do think they had three really good draft picks. To be fair, they got C.J. Henderson, who I think they envision as being the lockdown corner that Jalen Ramsey was. He's not. He's more of an A.J. Bouye type corner, yeah. um, which is still very valuable. Uh, Clevon Chazon is going to be an edge rusher. I don't know how good he's going to be. He's one of those guys that projects really well, but yeah. until you see him, you don't know. Yeah. And then uh, LaVisca Chenault, yeah. who is a very polarizing prospect. Sure. Because we we got to see a lot of him out here on the West Coast because he played for Colorado in the Pac-12, and when he's in the field, he's electric. He's he was electric. At, at one point he was my, if not my favorite, my second favorite receiver in this draft. Mm-hmm. But he can't stay healthy. Yeah, that's been the big problem with him, right? So that worries me. And he's but already, I think he's already kind of banged up with something right now. I'm not. I sure think so. When he's healthy, he's very Debo Samuel esque. Yeah, where it's almost like he's a running back in a receiver body. Yeah, and I don't know how they're going to use him. Yeah, I think I think they're going to use him similarly to the way that Colorado used him, and that's put him all over the field. Yeah, and let so. and try to get him in in, in mismatches against yeah. a, a a slow linebacker 
um, or, you know, try to use his body against, you know, maybe a smaller safety or a smaller yeah. corner. Um, then you have the X factor on this team and that's Gardner Minshew. Yeah. And it, it looks like they're going to throw the ball a ton. And we talked about I'm this sure a little earlier is that I think, oh, not, not just that, but I think they're just, they don't have anyone to run the ball. So I think they're just going to, they're just going to throw the ball a ton. And as bad as this team is on paper, I think they might actually be really fun to watch. Yeah. I was just thinking that like, I, I think, I think the one, the one good thing about Jacksonville is, is they're going to be a, a blast to watch. It's just, it's just fun to watch Gardner Minshew in general is like just a, a player and a, and a personality in the league. Um, but then you have some some really fun players like Chenault and uh, GJ Shark. Um, who else do they have? GD Westbrook's a pretty decent receiver. Uh, whatever they do on the running back situation, I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun a fun team at least on I re- I, I, watch if, them gun the ball. If they can keep Eifert healthy, I think Eifert's gonna have a really big year. He might, yeah. He's a super talented tight end. Tight He's end. super athletic, and I yeah. think that he he can kind of expose a lot of the those seam routes down the middle um, that yeah. they've never been able to really do, honestly, because they've never had a good tight end. Yeah. But they're not they're not going to be a good team, and I think they're going to have no, streaks. They're, they're going to have streaks this year where they're going to put up points. I think because I think there's enough talent on that side of the ball. Um, I just don't think it's enough to be competitive. Yeah, but this is where the division gets a little funky. Mm-hmm. Is you have three teams who you could make a very good argument are the best team in this division. Sure. They're, they're, they can, they're pretty interchangeable. They're interchangeable. I don't know how you have them. Okay. So who do you have third? I have Houston third. Okay. So do I, I feel like we have the same thing here. We, we might, Possibly. we'll see. So I, let's, let's talk Houston. Um, okay. I have Houston third because I think they have the worst head coach outside of Adam Gates. Yeah. In the, in the, it's in weird. The... He is like the worst head coach, but somehow you look at that roster that he built and it looks really shitty and somehow they're always contending. And I'm not really sure how that is. He's like, one, he should not be running the team at all. He should not be, no. he should not be bringing the personnel in because he, but somehow he's doing a decent job with the team. That That's what I don't get. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I I agree to a certain extent. They 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 seem to get a lot out of a little. Sure, yeah, and that's got to be that's coaching. Yeah, but is it him or is it his assistants? Yeah, maybe it's his assistants. I don't know. I mean, that's the question. So they, uh, the example is like Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde last year, right around this time, was signed by Kansas City, and we had a we were talking about our divisional previews last year, and I said Carlos Hyde might be the guy in Kansas City, and then it was like a day later they cut him. And if they cut him, they traded him. They might have traded him. Now yeah, I think about they it. They may have traded him um, to Houston. And I was like, "Well, that that took a turn, you know." <laughs> um, and Lamar Miller blew his ACL. They're both off the team now. Yeah. Uh, along with DJ Reader, who's off the team, and Jonathan Joseph, who uh, really was one of the most recognizable faces on that team because he's been there for thirty years. And Hopkins. And then DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And that's oh. the one that's interesting now. He obviously had some sort of issue with him. They had some sort of personality issue because that trade was horrible. <laughs> that trade was pretty bad. Yeah. So it's funny because you and I, you know, we run in fantasy football circles on Twitter. And one of the hot debates is, is, is David Johnson any good anymore? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the question really is, is David Johnson any good anymore? I think the question is, are you comfortable drafting him? Because he's going to get 
the mm-hmm. carries there oh, because he's the piece they got for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So they thought well enough of David Johnson to put the ball in his hands. He's yeah. going to t- have the ball in his hands. That's definitely true. Uh, he, I, I saw some, a bit of him before, you know, um, in his last season, he didn't look quite like the same player and he may have still been uh, not fully healed or healthy. Uh, but just like you said, he's going to get, carries he's gonna get targets he's gonna be used as he was probably in arizona Um, i mean we've said it on this podcast before like the two the two kings in fantasy football are volume and opportunity sure yeah and And he's he's gonna gonna have have both yes because because like because hopkins is gone and you know you look at the receivers and will fuller is a super talented receiver and if he could stay healthy he could be a a number one He's the number one receiver. If Brandon he's Cooks is the same. Like he's if he stays healthy, Absolutely. if he doesn't if he doesn't get any more concussions, he could be a you know a high end number two. Randall Cobb is a slot guy who's a proven good receiver. So they're all they're solid receivers. Um, but if you know a couple go down, then you're leaning on David Johnson, right? Yeah. So I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. A, I mean, I, 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 also, I don't love have... David Johnson, but if I'm in redraft, I I'm looking at him in a later round if he's if he's dropping a little bit. Yeah, I'll yeah. grab him. They still have Duke Johnson there too, yeah. who who's they a great a, yeah. a great receiving back. So if they they might use him out of the slot a little bit too. I hope so. Um, I, would, I I don't know what it is about him. I've always kind of liked him, and he's never really seemed to be utilized properly. And I'm not an NFL coach, obviously. So you know, maybe yeah, well, something with his play and or his attitude or something. I don't know, but but I always liked his his upside and and it just never he's never really put it together. So David Johnson last year had two good games realistically sure. had two good games one was against a really bad defense in atlanta where he had 18 touches for 102 yards and two touchdowns but almost yeah. everything was receiving okay yeah i mean he's mainly a receiving bag it feels like. and then he against seattle which say what you want about seattle their defense kind of ebbed and flowed last year mm-hmm. uh, at times it was very stout and at times it was very porous uh, he had a, a 19 touch, 139 yard game against Seattle. These are both early in the season, obviously, before he got nicked up and before he lost that job. Um, he can still be effective. There's no doubt in my mind. He's still he's under 30. Yeah. And realistically, he's had two years now where he hasn't gotten a lot of run. Mm-hmm. So I think his legs are fresh. Yeah. I, I mean, this could be a you know a comeback year for him. Now I don't yeah, think I wouldn't be surprised. I just don't think they have enough talent across the board. I think I that think so they traded too much to get Laramie T- Tunzel. Excuse me, almost choked on his name. <laughs> um, and he's been absolutely horrible since they got him from Miami. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. They just overpaid Zach Cunningham to be in the middle of that defense. They can't keep JJ Watt healthy. Yeah. And their secondary yeah. is horrible. Yep. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think this is the year and where they, this, they take a big regression and, and, and take conf- a big step back. In this conference, they're going to be playing the the Jags, who their only strength is probably some offense. Um, and then the two teams above Houston, and you know, we'll talk about here in a second, Indy and Tennessee. Uh, they ha- they both have pretty pretty uh, talented offenses as well. So. Mm-hmm. This defense might might be might be having a rough time in conference, in division. I I think they're going to end up somewhere in the seven and nine, sure range. Yeah, um, I think they're going to keep a lot of games close. I feel like we, we I say that or we say that every year. I feel like I feel like Houston's not going to be good every year, and somehow yeah. somehow they sneak into the wild card, and you're like, how does that happen? 
Yeah, they're duty. But I don't bad. see it. I don't see it. Anyway, yeah. I don't. I, I don't I, I'm with you. I really. I just. I don't see it. And I think they're going to be really close in a lot of games. I think they're going to sure. be a really. If you're a gambler, I think they're going to be a really good bet because they're going to cover the spread a lot. Because uh, they're st- they still are going to score points because Deshaun Watson's good. Yeah, he's very good. And I think David Johnson's going to have a good year. David Johnson's and... good, and I think, like we said, Will Will Fuller and Cooks and Cobb, if they're all healthy, it's a good receiving core. Yeah, but ooh, that defense is bad. Yeah, and their that line's not great. Rough. Who do you have second? I have Tennessee second. Okay, I have Indianapolis second. Oh, do so you? let's okay. let's let's talk about Tennessee first. Okay, I'm fine with that, and I'll, I'll tell you the reasons why I have Tennessee first as sure. opposed to where you have Indy first. So Tennessee. Um, they, they didn't lose a ton to be fair. They lost Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. who doesn't... had fallen out of favor. Yeah. Um, they lost Dion Lewis who they weren't even using. Yeah. Now Jack Conklin left that hurts because mm-hmm. he's a great right tackle. Drew Casey hurts because he's a great defensive tackle. Logan Ryan, I don't think hurts that much. He had great stats last year and that's because everyone threw at him. Mm-hmm. So he had a ton of tackles and he had a ton of interceptions because literally everyone threw at him. Now, the only guys they really brought in, they brought in Jonathan Joseph, which I always think it's weird when a team gets a, a divisional player to come over. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really interesting. And they got Vic Beasley, who I don't know if Vic Beasley has anything. Yeah. Anything left in the tank. Um, and they had kind of a, a rough draft, honestly. Isaiah Wilson, not great. Uh, Christian Fulton, I guess he'll replace Logan Ryan. And then yeah. I, I like Darrington Evans, but I just don't think he's going to get that much run now that they've given Derrick Henry his bag. Yeah, probably not. Probably not much. Just like they so, didn't give Deion Lewis any run. Tennessee's essentially the same team they got last year, just a year older. Yeah. A year older of AJ Brown. It's a good thing. Yeah. A, a year older with Johnny Smith. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. And he looked really good towards the end, especially. I think he's going to be good. And the, the key for me, and the reason that I think they are going to finish first in this division, is because there is continuity. Even I think it's a worse quarterback situation with Brian Tannehill because I'm not a believer. Is yeah. there's, there's continuity there. Sure. That's where I think Indianapolis is close. Yeah. But I think Philip Rivers will lose you more games than win you games at this point of his career. I could see that. You could also argue that he has more talent around him now than he than he's had. Um, you think so? In a while. Yeah, I think they. I think they've they've got a pretty good defense, and uh, we don't have to talk Indy now, but. Um, no, let's talk indie. Let's absolutely let's talk indie now. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I went back and forth. Like I honestly did. I I I went back and forth. But I think Rivers is a step up from Jacoby Brissett. Obviously, I think Jacoby Brissett's <laughs> going to lose you more games than Philip Rivers ever will. I think Rivers will obviously win you more games. Um, and I and I like the some of the players they they got if if they can keep T Y Hilton um healthy. And one of their draft picks, Michael Pittman, I really like him as a receiver, and I and I, he seems like a guy that that would uh, fits with Philip Rivers perfectly. And their defense is is good. So, and you know they they got Buckner on that line, which is big. Um, we could talk about the the additions, subtractions, you know more of that than I do. But I, I I feel like they're a little bit better of a team. I understand the continuity thing; that makes total sense. Um, but I think at the same time, uh, Indy has a lot of weapons and and. And a better quarterback they've had since Luck left. So, no, I agree, and I, I, I hear what you're saying. I don't know if I necessarily subscribe to it, only because I think Keenan Allen's a better receiver than anybody on this roster, and I think Hunter sure. Henry's a better tight end than yeah, any I tight guess. end on this roster. And I would argue that 
the combination of Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler might be better right now than Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack. Sure, that's fair. Now, the line is better in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And the defense is better, although just keep in mind the Chargers defense was always injured. Sure. So... That's true. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm curious how it pans out because I really yeah. do think it's. Um, it's a very talented yeah, yeah. team. I, it is, and I'm intrigued by a lot of the young guys. Like I'd like to see if Paris Campbell can can do something this year. Um, he just needs got, to be healthy. He just yeah. He got healthy. injured right away last year, and and it, and it sounds like he might. And you know, um, like I said, I like Pittman. So. Well, Pitt, Pittman's the the guy there. So uh, the only thing they lost really off their team was Eric Ebron. Yeah. Who was uh, the best tight end they had in sure. a while there. Um, so they lose that. They gain Phillip Rivers, like we said. Yeah. They gain Trey Burton, who fell out of favor in Chicago after sending that big contract. And he got hurt too, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. I don't know if he's actually... Sorry, Russell Westbrook just... Russell Westbrook with uh, 40 seconds left in the game just airballed a 14-footer. Oh, nice. But not even close. I mean, and then stood there with his hand up in the air. And he got fouled? <laughs> no, like he, like he was oh. going to sink it. Oh, I gotcha. Like the extent. He yeah, doesn't. Gotcha. He doesn't. That, that's yeah. that's Russell Westbrook for you there. Yeah, he's he's a special guy. Um, they also, like you said, DeForest Buckner. They traded the draft yeah. pick, their first round draft pick, to get DeForest Buckner, um, and then they got Xavier Rhodes to play corner from Minnesota. Now they didn't need a first round pick because they hit home runs with their their two second round picks: Michael yeah. Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um, you and I have talked about this about how Jonathan Taylor at least in my opinion, is the best running back in the class. Yeah, I think he's the best actually like running running back, like the best runner. Yeah, I think he's I think he's the guy. best running back of the of the class. I think Dobbins sure. is close. Yeah. And I think Dobbins will will carve out a role. I wouldn't be surprised if Dobbins turns out to be the better one, but I think right now it looks like Taylor's probably the better back. Long yeah. term. Yeah. Well and a lot of it's, you know, immediate opportunity because you know Taylor's gonna play this year where sure. Dobbins probably won't have as Not big of a snap share this year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's you know, it depends on what Baltimore does if they run the ball a lot or not. So, um, so I think Michael Pittman's one of the steal of the drafts. One steal of the drafts. One of the steals of the drafts. Steals Jesus, the draft. there we go. There you go. There it is. English language, man. <laughs> um, but I guess my question is, and, and this is, I think Indy's going to be good. I think it's going to be close to the top between them and Tennessee. And we already talked about why why you think they're going to win and why I think Tennessee will, but. We know Jonathan Taylor's good, and we know yeah. this is his this is his job long term, and we know he's going to have a share of the carries this year, mm-hmm. as much as I would say sixty percent, as little yeah. as probably forty percent. Yeah, I think it's going to be yeah. a timeshare. It'll start off probably sixty forty Mac, and maybe change towards the end. And I, I'm not going to get into a big argument about Marlon Mac, <laughs> okay. like like some people who may listen to this podcast, but I. I do just want to stick up for Marlon Mack a little bit because it seems like everybody on Twitter thinks that he is a less than good player. Yeah. And that's just not correct. Yeah. I don't agree with that either because he, for his career, he's at four and a half yards a carry Mm -hmm. last year. He was at four and a half yards a carry and he had 1100 yards Mm -hmm. and eight touchdowns. So, if you just look at that, like take take the the name out of play here, and you just look at the stats. Yeah, running back goes for four and a half yards a carry, eight touchdowns, eleven hundred yards. You'd be like, wow, that's a pretty good year. Not a not an elite year by any means. But that's a pretty darn good year. Yeah, 
Yet, yeah. for some reason, people think he's just a throwaway. I don't think Marlon Mack has a great year this year by any means because his, his, you know, everything's going to go down. His touches yeah. are going to go way down. But I think to a certain extent, from a dynasty perspective, he, he's the kind of guy who might land somewhere because he has very little mileage on his legs sure. because he's been hurt every year. Yeah, that's that's his big problem, it seems. I mean, he's not a – I could be wrong. I don't know much about his college game. Um but looking at his, his stats, he's not like a, a elite pass catcher. Um, mm-hmm. I I, th- I think they, they use uh, Himes for that. That that's his role. Um, but man, he's a he's a good running back, and he's been very productive in the NFL so far. Um, I well, he, he's a free agent after this year, I believe. So yeah, I think you're right. He's gonna find a team somewhere. Uh, he may not never be that bell cow guy, but um if he can like stay healthy if he if he can if he can continue his career and 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 stay healthy keep his legs fresh i think he's he's a really good running back he could be really good somewhere i agree i just i felt like sticking up for marlon mack for some reason i feel like i I feel like i had to do the same thing last year for jordan howard sure no not necessarily not necessarily with you but just in general no and i've i'm i've never been down on marlon mack myself uh I think he's super talented, but I do think he's not going to have the same stats this year because Jonathan Taylor is there. And like I said, Marlon Mack might start the year off, you know, 60-40 on the snaps, but um, I have to imagine as that go, Jonathan Taylor Taylor will come in um, and, and really show that, that he's the better running back because I, he's, he's a really I 100% good back. agree. I 100% agree. I think it's going to look a lot like Philly did last year, and yeah. not just because Frank Reich coached under Doug Peterson, but because – I think that they're gonna they're gonna go with the trusted player to begin the season mm-hmm. with Marlon Mack, and I think Taylor talent talent trumps all. Yeah, in the NFL, so eventually he's gonna be the guy. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So I think you're gonna see Mack with like you know five six hundred yards rushing and maybe five touchdowns, four or five touchdowns, and Taylor will be similar. They'll, they'll have similar lines, I'm sure. I, but I could be wrong. Yeah, probably. No, I think you're, I think you're 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 probably dead on. Um, and that's yeah. a good problem. Anyway. To have. I mean, it's a good problem to have. It's not it's great, a great for problem fantasy, but if you're a, a fan of the Colts <laughs> or you're a football fan, it's nice nice when your team has two talented running backs and they can yeah. both stay fresh. That's kind of where the the NFL is going anyway. Uh, maybe not quite like this, but but you know, having having one guy that's going to get seventy percent of the touches at running back, and then you know the other guy getting thirty or something like that, sixty forty or whatever. No, there's there's not a lot of true bell cows, not a lot of uh, Barkley's, Ezekiel Elliott's left right now. No, there's really, and there's not going to be, I don't think. No. Unfortunately, it's kind of the way it's going. Let's do the West. Let's knock out the West, and we're done with the AFC. We'll um, I think we both have the same team, number one. Yeah. In this, and I, then I think it gets a little muddy from there. Sure. Um, who do you yeah, have last? Tough. Who oh, do you have man. last? This I kind of went back and forth, but I think I went the with the Broncos last. Me too. Okay, yeah. and. So, for a, a number of reasons. Oh, sorry. Uh-oh. What uh, happened there? Westbrook threw the ball away, down two. Well, that's good. With seven seconds. Well, I have money on Houston. Oh, I'm sorry. Why the heck yeah. are you betting on Houston, dude? What are you doing? Uh, Never bet on Houston as a Blazer fan. Uh, yeah, they're a better team than Oklahoma City, so I'm, Fair enough. I'm betting with trying to win money. I bet with um, my heart. I don't yeah. bet at all, but if I did, it would be with my heart, and I'd yeah. lose money. This is that's a perfect example of why Russell Westbrook is an incredibly overrated player, though, is that he's now airballed the fourteen footer and thrown the ball away. Yeah, at the end of a game when you need to win, and then just clothesline again. That might be a flagrant foul on him. He does that too. He gets frustrated. Yeah, 
he gets frustrated and, and rattled. Anyway. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, uh, Denver. Sure. Back to the Broncos, right? So they lost uh, Joe Flacco. Hopefully yeah. they can recover. Yeah, right. Uh, Derek Wolf left him, which uh, takes away some of their pass rush. And then Chris Harris Jr., uh, their elite slot corner left to go in again, a divisional. Yeah. It's right? bizarre. Uh, they gained Melvin Gordon from a divisional rival. Uh, they gained yeah. Jarrell Casey on the inside and the uh, AJ Bouye to basically replace Chris Harris. So um, their draft, however, was really interesting. It was a really offensive heavy draft uh, yeah, loaded with the two receivers, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. Um, I think for me, this comes down to, I don't think Drew Locke's good. I don't think he is either. So people made a big deal about Drew Locke last year. And yeah. Um about how he was four and one as a starter and he was he was great. He was he was incredible. He wasn't great. <laughs> so you take the stats yeah. and you extrapolate it out to a sixteen game season. Yeah. And he'd have twenty two touchdowns, ten interceptions, and three thousand three hundred yards. That's not great. That's a pretty pedestrian yeah. season not for awful, it. for an NFL great. quarterback in this era. That's mm-hmm. a pretty pedestrian line. That's right. Um, Melvin Gordon is going to fumble the ball. Yeah, it's kind of what Melvin Gordon has done. I don't get why they why they brought Gordon in. I thought they were fine with with, with Lindsey and and Freeman. Obviously, they don't like Freeman, but I apparently think, they really I don't think, like Freeman. I which I don't quite get. I think Freeman is a pretty good running back. Um, I didn't watch a lot of Denver games with him, but. Um, I, I thought he would be fairly successful in the NFL. I mean, he's he's a not a horrible pass catcher, but he's a pretty no. decent pass catcher. Yeah, uh, and he's a he's just a, he's a good running back, just a guy that gets like he'll get you four four and a half yards. He's not spectacular, but I don't I don't. But I can par- pairing him with Lindsey kind of makes sense. Yeah, uh, I can see him like having that, a kind of like a, the Howard Breda thing, you know. But but, but now I can see him having a career similar to another duck running back, like Ruben Drones. Sure. Yeah. Where like he'll bounce around, he'll get his opportunity somewhere else. I hope he does, because I because I like Royce Freeman. I hope he does too. Honestly, he um, you know, seems like a good dude. I don't know. Oklahoma City just won the game. Great. Well, I'm sorry for you, but no, it's fine. I, I, that's not that big of a deal. Uh, anyway, enough of the basketball. Sorry, I have it. This is why I shouldn't have a game on while I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Um, I just don't think Denver's that good. I don't think their defense is that great. Todd Davis getting hurt, uh, I think, hurts them. They went out and well, signed Mark Barron. Like sounds like he's going to be ready for week one or two. Uh, I don't That's think what they so. Say. That's what That's, I've been reading. And then they I don't know. went out and got Mark Barron because yeah. they don't trust yeah, Josie Jewell. True. Yeah, that's, that's I think great. I think Davis misses a lot. I mean, here's the thing about the NFL and injuries so far is that I don't believe any of it. Yeah, because, it's hard to tell what they're going to say, what they mean. Well, it, it's like Derwin James, like you know, twisted his ankle. And then it was like, Oh no, it's actually, it's a torn meniscus and he's going to have surgery and out for nine months. Yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like meniscus surgeries don't keep you out for nine months. Yeah. Um, or it's the labrum tear yeah. and Tyrell Williams is going to play through it. No, he's not. No, he's no, not. he's not. And, or the labrum tear from Jalen Rager yeah. in, in Philly where they say, Oh yeah, it was just a, it's just an AC joint, not a big deal. Well, and, and I don't remember who it was. There's a, a some doctor on Twitter. It was like when you injure your AC joint, you don't hold your wrist. Yeah, and he's okay. holding his wrist, which leads me to think it's a labrum Something tear. Worse. Sure. And then they, of course, said you know a couple hours after, oh, it's actually a partial tear of his labrum. But he's gonna play through it. Mm. No, he's not. Yeah. Like if you ever hurt your shoulder, and I've never torn my shoulder, and I don't think you've ever torn your shoulder, uh, but I well, I have a story there, but we don't need to. Yeah. we don't need to go into that. 
You've you've injured your shoulder to some degree. Pretty bad, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. To where? Well, yeah, but you're not a professional football player. No, if no, it hurts you that bad, how do you think it hurts them having to exactly. be? Exactly. You know? Yeah, I couldn't lift my arm. Uh, even like like uh, like yeah, I could barely lift my arm up for like a week at all. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Where did the yes. oh this Todd Davis? That's I was yeah. like, how did we get on this tangent? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't think Denver's that good. They're going to end up finishing higher than fourth. I can because I, I picked them last. They're not going to finish last. I can I can see that coming. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't love this team. I mean, the offense is kind of exciting. Other than Drew Locke, if they had a really good quarterback, I'd be super excited by Sutton, Judy, and what you know, Hamler and such. But yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I see I see a lot of regression on this team. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Sutton's going to regress pretty heavily. They could yeah. Um, and I I don't know if Drew Locke is the right guy to get the ball to Noah Fant or not. Drew Locke garbage um i just don't know i don't know who do you have third oh man i i have the chargers third okay i have the raiders third you have the raiders third i yeah i let's talk let's talk the raiders sure let's talk the raiders so the raiders had all kinds of movement mm-hmm. uh they lost to here whitehead they lost carl joseph they brought in and here's the list or at least part of the list Corey littleton yeah marcus mariota nick kwiatkowski rake one mcmillan Prince Amukamara, Nelson Aguilar. Him, I think. Did they? Yeah. Amukamara. Okay, well he's gone. So I sure. put him on the put him on the in and the out. Um, yeah. Nelson Aguilar and Carl Nassid. Yeah, they did. Now their draft made no sense to me. They draft Henry Ruggs, highly yeah. touted. Sure. And then they draft Lynn Bowden. Yep. And then they draft Brian Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. This well, is didn't after like the receivers. Well, it's after they went out and got Aguilar. Yeah, Aguilar. I mean, what's the contract for Aguilar? I mean, he's, I have he's no enough. idea. But like, it's, why? If you knew contract. you were going to draft three receivers, why did you even spend money on Aguilar? Yeah, maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. I and then Damon Arnett, who I think is horrible, is a apparently corner from he, they, apparently they cut uh, Amukamara because Arnett was having such a good camp. Yeah, I don't that, buy it. Who knows? Okay, just well, saying. Just let's saying. wait. Let's wait till yeah. Well, again, you're playing against the guys you see every single day. So that's let's true. That's true. let's wait I, till you get a, a real quarterback in that Derek. I don't Carr know why I'm ball. defending the Raiders, but for some reason I'm know. kind of excited about the Raiders, and I don't even like Gruden, but some, for some reason I'm like, yeah, the Raiders. I have no <laughs> right? idea why. So here's my question about What's the Raiders. Yeah. Here's my you have you add Rugs, you add Edwards, you add Lynn Bowden, you add Aguilar, all these offensive weapons, right? Yeah. Based on last year and target share, mm-hmm. if you're assuming that Tyrell Williams has zero targets this year, that's a big assumption because he'll he'll try to play through the stupid shoulder injury and they'll throw him the ball because they're stupid. <laughs> so assuming that they have assuming zero targets, that's mm-hmm. less than a hundred targets to divvy up between all those guys. So the only okay. way those guys have fantasy relevance is if Josh Jacobs does significantly less yeah, or Darren Waller does significantly less. Mm, uh, yeah. I don't think Hunter Renfro is going to do less. I think Hunter Renfro is going to be the same way he is because he has a rapport with Derek Carr as the slot receiver. And he was the only dependable receiver they had last year outside of Waller. Sure. He might regress um, a little, but I think you're he right. might, but I think he's still going to get targets. He's, I mean, he's never going to be the, the guy, but he could easily be a Cole Beasley type player who's going to eat up targets in the middle. Yeah. So you have a hundred targets to divvy up. What, who, how, how do you feel confident that Ruggs Edwards or Bowden is going to have a good year statistically? Uh, if we're talking fantasy, I, I, 
or I guess in general we're talking about I, I, I don't think Ty Williams is. I think you might see him play a little bit at the beginning, and I think and then I think he's gonna fade away due to injury uh-huh. slash not being as good of a receiver as the other receivers. I don't think Nelson Aguilar is gonna do anything at all. Uh, and I I do I would I would guess that Darren Waller has a pretty big regression. Um, myself, I, if I was like a fantasy football dude right now with Darren Waller on my team, I would probably be selling as fast as I could. It, it might be too late for that. Um, because <laughs> well, you know, now it is. Now you said it out loud. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, no one's listening to me say this, but I'm just saying. Um, I don't think I, they must not trust Josh, Josh Jacobs to catch the ball because they they have Richard still, and they have they brought in Bowden, who who's going to take some of those those like pass catches that you know, would be a uh, halfback, but Bowden's probably going to be run all over the place. I don't know if Bowden's going to do any, I don't think Bowden's going to be uh, anything this year. He might, he might be a, a project for like future seasons. I don't um, know what they're doing. Honestly, I have no uh, I, idea. Rugs and Edwards, I think might be the two guys that get something. I don't know who's going to be the more successful out of the two. Uh, I really like Edwards personally. You know that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think he was a steal in the draft. I think he dropped because of his injury. And the fact that he didn't really, you know, have any combine stuff, um, yeah. and they, I think they got a steal with him, and he very well could be the best receiver on the team. That's just yeah. My opinion. I think I think you're I think you're right. I think you're spot on there. Um, I, I, yeah. If I was yeah. A, if I was a fancy guy, I would be more excited about trying to acquire Brian Edwards for cheap rather than uh, Rugs. Because I don't know if I really like Rugs much. I'm not really sure how I project rugs to be. But he honest might, he might, he, you know, he might, he might be a Deshaun Jackson light kind of guy. He'll have some big weeks, some some weeks that aren't so big. But I'm sure he will. He'll he'll he's, fa- he's he's fast enough. I think yeah. he'll he'll have yeah. a couple breaks we'll here big, and there. Yeah, I think Oakland and Denver are kind of interchangeable. Oakland, um, Denver, yeah, yeah. I have the Chargers higher, and maybe it's the hard knocks. I love the Chargers. Bias. I hope they're better than I. I, I hope they're they're second. It might be the hard knocks bias in me, but I feel like they have improved across the board. Sure. So guys going out are Philip Rivers. Yeah. Who I mean it's big. It's big to their their I don't want to say morale, but it's I mean Philip Rivers was a Charger his entire career. He was, you know, synonymous with the Chargers. Yeah. So it's it's hard to see that go, but he cost them a lot of games last year and they weren't a very good team last year and they were still in the middle of all these games sure uh because he throws horrible interceptions that's true they they moved one of their worst offensive linemen russell lukong who's looking like retire now Mm -hmm. uh to the panthers to get trey turner who's a really good guard so that's that's a win um they let melvin gordon go which is the smartest thing they could have done because melvin yeah, gordon cost them two separate games last year by gum- gumbling yeah. fumbling at the goal line <laughs> gumbling at the, fo- the foul line you know yeah, there you go. um yeah and then yeah. uh derwin james who i mean basically didn't play last year and now he's not gonna play this he's year, play that, this year uh, yeah. that hurts but they also like i said they got trey turner in there linval joseph to play in the middle chris harris comes in to play corner and then brian Bulaga on the other side of the line and then they drafted really well in yeah, my opinion they did. So Justin Herbert, which I mean we've I've gushed about over and over and over. I'm not going to talk about Herbert right now, but Kenneth Murray to play the middle linebacker I think was a great pick in the yeah. late first round. Josh Kelly I think is going to be a really good supplemental yeah. running back. One two punch with him and Eckler, yeah. And Joe Reed I think is going to be a really good. Uh, I think he's going to end up being a punt returner possibly for this team. I think he's going to end up being a slot receiver at some point mm-hmm. on this team. Team, excuse me, as I burp in the mic. <laughs> Jesus, God. yeah. Um, 
I get it. I, get I like it. I like what they did. I think Anthony Lynn is a is a really good head coach. I think yeah. he is a better head coach than Vic Fangio is in Denver. He's probably not as good of a coach as Gruden, but like I also wonder how good of a coach Gruden is. Yeah, I don't think he's a great coach, but but I I know not going back to the Raiders. But I meant <laughs> to mention this before is is I thought I think everyone thought the Raiders were going to be really awful last year, and they actually weren't. And I think that says has to say something to Gruden. Just Absolutely. something. Guys so anyway, buy in. Guys yeah, buy in. On guys Gruden. buy in. Sure. Um, Absolutely. So my, my question here is how good is Austin Eckler going to be? Because he's been splitting time his entire career with Melvin Gordon last year in a part-time role. He caught 92 balls yeah. for 993 yards. Sure. There's, as a part-time no, player. There's no reason to think he's going to be much different. Uh, I, is there I, any reason to think he's going to be just as good as Christian McCaffrey? That, yeah, that's a tough question. I don't know. It's a bold statement, but I mean, the, the writings on the wall, they might use him the same way. He very well could be. Yeah. I That I don't know. I can't answer that because, I mean, it's it's his his job to to, to have. I mean, you're going to – you got to think that Josh Kelly will get some run and Justin Jackson will too. But, um, he, yeah, he's not going to have Melvin Gordon there eating some of those those run running running plays. Yeah, I don't know. He, he, he could very well be uh, – Right up there with C Mac. That that's a that's a bold statement, but it's not something that's crazy. He's a he's a super electric player. Super I think underrated. I think he's going to be a, a sleeper to be a top three fantasy running back. Sure. Yeah. And and why not like and even dynasty wise like why not why not Come like on. make a big offer for a guy like Eckler? Um, n- not something crazy, but like you know something because he's he could be a C Mac. And uh, well, the other thing I love about the Chargers is that they they. Signed him long term to a very affordable contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They knew what they had. He wanted to be there. He's not the prima donna guy who wants you know these massive deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they, they have financial flexibility now. Sure. Yeah. Moving forward, and if if Herbert pans out eventually, he won't right away. I hope so. Yeah. Because I think Tyrod Taylor starts for the first part of the season. He'll start for the first part of the season, and he should. Not, to be fair, he should. He should. He should. Not, he's, I think Herbert's still a little raw, and it might take a little bit for him to get ready. I don't love Tyrod Taylor. I mean, he's, as you said, Rivers is a guy who lost some games last year, but he won some games last year. I mean, or, you know, in his career, he's a guy who can win some games for you, mm-hmm. too. I don't think Tyrod Taylor is winning you any games. He's going to either, he's going to either keep the, you know, limit the mistakes that, that happen so that you're not going to lose games by your quarterback, but he's not spectacular by any means. Um, and he's not going to be throwing the ball deep at all. But they don't, they, I don't know if they need spectacular. They might not. They might not. Yeah, they might not. I don't love Tyrod Taylor. I, I'm. Eh. That's I that's one of the reasons why I I am hesitant to to put them at number two is because of the quarterback situation. So if you um, take if and you how's take... their line? Like I, I I don't know much about offensive line, but I'm looking at PFF and uh, it looks like the left side of their line is not graded super well. I don't know if that. I don't know if that is means anything. If I'm wrong or right there, what 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 you know more about that stuff than I do. I mean, they're not, it's not elite by any means, but sure. it's. I don't think it's horrible. Okay. I don't. I, I think it's it's poorly graded by PFF because they're they're relatively new playing with each other. Sure. Uh, Trey Turner makes that line a lot better. Yeah, that's. And fair. then Bulaga on the right side is going to make. It's not, you know, it, it gives them the opportunity to shift some things around. Um, my my point about Rivers is he threw twenty interceptions last year. That's right. Yeah. Twenty. No, that's so a lot, if, that's a if, lot, dude. if Rivers cuts that or Rivers, if Taylor cuts Taylor, that down yeah. in half to 10 interceptions, they probably win three or four games. Sure. It's, okay. it's that fair. it's that that's much. Uh, and Tyrod Taylor had his best 
his best stretch of his career playing for Anthony Lynn in Buffalo. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they won games because wa- I watched some of those games and God, Tyra Taylor did not look good. You know, I, but but they won the game, so that's but they all won that games. And and from a fantasy perspective, and I know people aren't going to run out and buy Tyrod Taylor right now, but no. Tyrod Taylor was a really good fantasy asset for those those seasons because of his feet. Sure, and you're talking redraft. I'm talking redraft. Yeah, certainly not dynasty because no. Herbert. This is going to be Herbert's team eventually. This will be his team. Tyrod Taylor is just going to be a guy that's going to bounce around for his career and maybe be a placeholder for a younger guy. Yeah, but he's. I think he's going to. I think he'll start most of this year. Yeah, if, they're, if, they're, if they're competitive, if they're actually winning games or in games, he's going to keep that role. The only way he's going to lose that job hurt. early is if he gets hurt like he did in Cleveland where they yeah. got hurt and Baker came in. Baker came in and played well. Because realistically, Cleveland didn't – I don't think they were going to put Baker in the lineup anytime soon. Yeah, maybe not. You know, I mean, they were—they they looked like trash. Baker kind of lit a spark under him that rookie year. Um, but I don't think they really cared about winning games that year, to be yeah. honest with you. Uh, the the Chargers are going to be fine, but again, it's just this is one of those divisions where it's it's Denver, Oakland, the Chargers. You can put them any order you want. None of them are as good as yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. Um, in Kansas City, the, what they lost was Damian Williams opting out and Lashawn McCoy leaving the team, and they gained Cameron Irving and Daniel Kilgore for the offensive line, which is great because their right tag or right guard opted out. And then they draft, and they always draft well. They draft Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Willie Gay to be the middle linebacker, and Lucas Niang to be a big-body rotational tackle. Um, my question with Kansas City is, is Mahomes going to get any better? Like, can better. he actually get better than he has been? I'm, I'm curious, because it's it's year three for Mahomes. Like, is is he going to get better? Because <laughs> I don't... I don't... He doesn't need to. I'm just wondering if there's, is there any room for improvement? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I just, usually year three guys get even better. They get even better. Uh, I I think the big thing is to not regress. Maybe, maybe his Mm -hmm. his getting better is to keep this steady because you might see a lot of guys who have big years, maybe regress a bit. And if he doesn't regress, then you know, you, you know, this is what he is like this, this creative quarterback, which I think he is, but I'm just saying Mm -hmm. there's, there's always a year of regress or something like that. It feels like, they're going to regress a little bit this year. I'm sure, but but his improvement, I think, is to not regress. Yep. Yeah, I think I th- that that might be the next battle is to, to is to is to to play at the high level that he's been playing at. Yeah, they're they're going to regress a little bit, but even sure. even a slight regression is going to be yeah fantastic. Um, without Damian Williams and Lashawn McCoy there, you have about 200 carries and about 71 targets missing. Are those all going to to Edwards Hilaire? Yeah, most of them. Well, I'm sure. Oof, that's a lot. That's a lot of workload for a rookie. I can't wait to see it. You're going to see that. I mean, you're still going to see uh, Daryl Williams, who apparently is having a great camp, who's the number two guy. You're going to see uh, DeAndre Washington getting uh, runs and and targets and such, and maybe Darwin James too. Darwin uh, Thompson Williams Thompson. Williams, I don't know. They have Darwin, so many guys. Williams. Darwin Williams. There's like three. There was like three Williamses there. Red running back. <sighs> Daryl, Darwin, and and uh, Damian. <laughs> all D's too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so screw Kansas City. He won't get all of them. I probably not. Probably won't get all of them. But I think he's going to get a pretty big share. I mean, they they drafted him in the first round to yeah. use him, so he's going to get no, absolutely. Used and and I I think he'll be successful. I think he'll be successful. I also think that people put a lot of stock in the running back at Kansas City being an elite 
running back one, no matter who it is there because of the offense. I don't buy it. I, don't um, I, if, I, if I, they didn't, if they didn't think that though, they wouldn't have drafted a guy in the first round. I don't care I think who they have gonna, there. I think he's going to get used like Kareem Hunt's going to get used and be just as, just as good. Okay. I don't, I don't, but I, I think he's going to be good, but I think Kareem, I think they changed their style when Kareem Hunt left that team and then they won a Super Bowl. So I think that they're sure. just they're just gonna throw the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. It's that's what they're good at. So I think the only way that that Edwards Hilaire has a, a monster year, like a lot of analysts are predicting, is if he catches a hundred balls. Yeah, which he might. He might. I just that, that, that's the only way because I don't, I don't think he, I don't think either. I don't think he can do it between the tackles. I, yeah. I mean, I love Ty, I don't love Tyreek Hill, but I love Tyreek Hill in the football field. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, Hill is good, and I, I like. Uh... Miko Hardman might be good at some point. I think I, mean, I don't. I like think Miko Hardman's gonna be really good. Um, Watkins, yeah, Watkins. I mean, Watkins has a role there. Sure, he, has know, a role. he fits the role there. Um, I, I think it's really interesting they went and got Ricky Seals Jones. Yeah, Ricky Seals Jones, I think actually might be a really good fit there opposite Kelsey. Um, yeah, you're pouring a beer. I can hear it. No, I was typing because he had. Been, oh, really? He had been. <laughs> sounded like a beer. Cart- <laughs> because he was carted off two weeks ago. Oh, Seals so no Jones was, and no one has heard anything since. I saw someone on Twitter talking about this. Like, the, is he no, dead? It was, <laughs> no, it was on. It was actually on uh, Dynasty uh, DLF, DynastyLeagueFootball.com. Uh, someone was talking about Ricky Seals Jones, and, and like underneath, it was like he was carted off two weeks ago. But I've been searching the web about for updates, and I have seen absolutely nothing. And no one injury. heard from him again. Yeah. Potentially well, serious, so who knows about him? Okay. But I, well, I agree. If, if it's, not, I agree though. But if it's not serious, I, I think he could he could carve out a role there as well. I agree. Um, I think Kansas City regresses. That's hilarious. I think yeah. Kansas City regresses. I think they probably win eleven games, ten or eleven games, and they're still sure. going to be right there in the middle of the, the hunt. Um, yeah. But they're going to regress because I think it's just that's what uh, happens with teams like that. Well, like, it's just a, really another year. They, they regress. Yeah. It's just another kinda... year. There's some uncertainty there. You got, you got two guys are trying to like meld into the offensive line with a new right guard who we don't even sure. know who that's going to be yet. And then you got a, a brand new running back, which it's one thing to have a brand new running back, like a Jonathan Taylor or a JK Dobbins or a Zach Moss or, or someone or a, a Deandre Swift, even to a certain extent, someone who's going to split time and learn as they go compared to someone who's just like, all right, kid, you're in. Like you're yeah. the guy, you know, sure. like Edward Siller might be great, but he also might not. So it's just, there's yeah, a lot of like fantasy drafts that are picking him ahead of guys who he should never be picked ahead of period. Yeah. You know, I, saw he's, picked, I mean, he's uh, going as high as second and third in some drafts and it's just yeah. like, that's silly. That's silly. Someone, someone not to be named picked him at, at, uh, as a sixth pick in a, in a work, uh, redraft league two keeper work redraft league. Uh, hmm. that's, that's, it's early, but I don't know. He'll, he'll listen to this. He'll know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, you can yeah, guess. You're chuckling. You guess. Well, we have two listeners, Casey. Yeah. Three, if, three if you count my mom. So, <laughs> well, you know, um, the, you know which one it is. <laughs> oh, it's not my coworker, so it's got to no, be your not. ex-coworker. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, buddy. Oh, man. God, that's funny. Um, yeah. That's our yeah. AFC preview. We're done, finally, with the AFC. Yeah. God, it feels good to be done with the AFC. Next week, we're going to talk about the NFC, the last two divisions that we haven't got to, which are yeah. the East, which I'm less excited about, and uh, the West, which yeah. I'm very excited about. Oh, uh, yeah. That's good. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, not about football. 
don't think so. <laughs> not not about anything, football. really. I mean, uh, hey, I watched yeah. the uh, I watched the first episode of Lovecraft Country. Oh, how's day. that? I've heard good things. It was incredible. No, I oh, haven't nice. watched any other episodes yet. I just yeah. watched the first one, the the pilot, um, and it was one of the best hours of TV I've watched ever. Fantastic. Okay, well, I'll have to watch it. I mean, it's up there ever? with like the first episode of Watchmen. Like, I nice. thought it was really, really, really good. Fantastic. Um, watch that. I've heard that it's re- it, it really is horrible after that. Oh. So, but I mean, that's that's from one source. I don't know. Yeah. So we finished. Uh, we finished Dead to Me second season. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just it's easily it's easily digestible. Yeah, it's it is easy. I don't know if I like the second season better or not. It, I felt like a bit contrived towards the end. Like things were just mm-hmm. too. There was too many coincidences, but mm-hmm. it was enjoyable. I like that the act the act all the actors are great and it's it's yeah. fun. It's fun and you know dark fun, but uh dark fun. Yeah, and some cool twists and stuff. So it's worth watching, but it's yeah yeah it's, it's not it's, like it's... amazing, but it's enjoyable. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. Um. Yeah, I, I I think we'd be remiss if we didn't just you know uh, say this has been a, a a rough week in in sports and entertainment as far as people sure. passing away. Yeah, um, right. yeah. You know, right. Chadwick Boseman, um, passing away from from really hidden cancer. Yeah, that he I mean he filmed all those movies over four years with you know terminal cancer. Yeah, um, just an absolute incredible Same. human being yeah. and then yeah. um you know uncle cliffy clifford yeah. robinson uh blazer, blazer legend. legend yep um that one hit really hard and then yeah, even today man, even today uh john thompson the mm-hmm. the former coach at georgetown who coached so many incredible players from from the bigs like ewing and morning and and um matumbo down to Allen iverson That's um right, yeah. you know one of the greatest college coaches of all time so uh, it's been a long week. I really hope that that's the end of it for a yeah, while because um, 2020 has been rough, man. 2020 has been rough. Uh, and that's not even taking into account Kobe, you know? Yeah. It's just, that felt, that felt like ages ago. <laughs> it's rough. So uh, on that note, um, give us a follow on Twitter at losers gracious. You can find Casey at CW McGrath. I'm at Volcom pancake. Uh, give us a like, share, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review and, uh, we'll talk to you next week with our NFC wrap up.
All so, right, dude. I gotta. Yeah. What? No, you go. You you have to pee, don't you? Yeah, I have to pee so bad. Go pee. So before we jump into like extras, so okay, I'll be right back.